same guys week after week and you know uh we do this show time and time again and some weeks are good and some weeks are not this week i looked at the faces of my crew my beloved crew of the dutch hall and they all had longing faces they all look like they had a tough week ahead of or behind them this time let's get it all out of our systems guys this show is meant to be therapy for us all Thank goodness. So let's get it done. The only way to do it is how, Stephen? We had to play your theme song, Pete. Uh-uh, Steve gets the line. Practice that. Yes, I know. You guys just pulled that out of your ass. I loved it. Welcome to the Welcome everybody. We are live from Pine Grove, Ontario at well the done, Dutch West. Hall. Woo-hoo. Yeah. With the greatest band in podcast history, the Nocturnal Emissions. This week it's a skeleton crew. Still trying to make it work. It is led by our savior. And this week he earned his title, the savior. But we're gonna add another savior with him, but Steve the Reluctant German is here. Let's hear it for Steve. Hey, thanks. Beside him, oh, you heard him doing the main lex of that theme song. It made me feel good on my insides. That's Whiskey Wes Haggins over there on the bass. All right, Wes. Our second savior. They said he would come again. And on the egg shaker, timidly over there, our bartender, bus driver, and bouncer. Bounce. Yeah, I know sometimes you're going to have to be called to do that. Sorry, Paul Van Dyke is here. Right. And you know what? No show. We, we, we spout off facts every week. Most of them are called Dutch Hall facts because they're just based on no real knowledge. Right? So this week we got somebody in here to keep us in line to make sure that we're saying the facts. That's our very own Google girl. Let's hear it for the Google hey, girl. All right. And what show is complete without a live studio audience? This week we have a great audience of one. Jeffrey DeConnick, let's hear it for Jeffrey. Jeffrey. 
And you know who I am. I'm your host, two-time, two-time President Club Award winner, Pete Van Dyke. Ah, good opening, guys. What you did was you dug deep, and I like it. What you did was you you were so concentrated on the opening song that because Steve had to sing it, he was it was a horrifying moment. Steve's debut on the show. Is, and I still blew it. Well, whatever. The tricky Steve. B. You know what? It's uh, we it's I like we, we're a grungy show. We said on the very first episode of this program that if uh, we are a bunch of bumblefucks, so if we sound like a bunch of bumblefucks, we're getting it right. It's representative of uh, of what happens. I agree with you 100%, Steve. Thanks, man. Um, you know what? Uh, it's a good. We're going to have a good show today because what we did was we turned to our audience for the first time in a long time. Well, what I used to, I used to do it all the time when I had writer's block for the show. I would turn to the audience and then we would uh, get nothing in return. Right. Right? Nothing at all. And then I would still say, ah, nothing. This <laughs> time we actually got a good amount of feedback from our audience. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna have a lot to go on on today's show. So I'm pretty excited about getting to most of it. All right. I only screwed one thing up that I just remember now that we started the show that I forgot to do one thing, but we'll apologize when it comes. <laughs> Spo- I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. There's an apology coming in the show. But what we got to do is catch up on the week that was with our crew here. <clears throat> Stephen, you've had a a terrible week. Had a terrible week. And I can see it in your face. I can see it in what you've done to my brother. Yeah. And uh, he comes in here. You know, this is, uh, you come down here from wherever, London town, some sort of big city folk. Sure. Right? Yeah. Come down to Norfolk. You ask the help of uh, of another, one of these Norfolk boys that can do everything from fix his car to grow a crop of d- delicious tomatoes. Well, you could probably do that, Paul, eh? <laughs> I don't know about tomatoes. Something in the tomato family, maybe? Yes. They use to, that you would like smoke or something. <laughs> I'm just guessing. So, but we can do it all. Is what I'm saying. He'll That's build great. your deck. He'll impregnate your wife. Do everything in between. Oh, not no more. <laughs> not no more. <laughs> so you invite him over, Jack All Trades, to give you a hand on the on the uh, <laughs> the farm. I was going to call it, but the old yeah. homestead. The old homestead, which is a vast property you have, Steve. Thanks. You're like a you're like a vast landowner. It makes no sense <laughs> whatsoever. But yeah, no, it's true. It's a big lot. It yeah. is a big lot. It takes a long time to uh, to push mow it. So and, you need a uh, mower. I need a I'm, I need a mower, but I need a guy like Paul to show me how to put a belt on. You, it's a it's a teach the man to fish sort of moment, right? Right, right. Yes, you're you're just a grown. Sure you're just a forty year old man that's being taught to do things that you should know by now if you grew up on a farm. Well, that's you right. had the whole picture of it and everything. Yeah. What? It was right down to he had like diagram of it all blown up from his computer. It was great. Really? <laughs> he just had to look at it and do what the picture said. Yes. Right, right. Steven did not do that. Couldn't do it. Was there no YouTube video? Is your mower too old? Oh, no. I don't know. I didn't oh, even look. Didn't even YouTube. Uh, you guys are you guys in your technology. You know, you can do that from your new phone, Steve. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Steven has entered into the uh, modern day. He's got his first ever cell phone. Let's hear it for Steve. Or is it not cell phone, but first ever a smartphone, right? Sure. Or is it? Have you ever had a cell I've phone? I've never had a cell phone in my. I've never had one. Not even for work. I had one for work, but it was a flip phone. It still works. Right. Still, what I was using, but it right. was, you know, six times a year. A razor. Right, right. <laughs> it like, was a razor. No way. <laughs> like when I, yeah, like when I first, I had a cell phone for like, 
when it, for work whenever they came out with them, and I would always lose it. I didn't right. know where it was. <laughs> I could never see the yes. point of it, you know. Now it seems ridiculous because I got mine stolen this oh. this week, and when you had to live without it, it was really difficult. I'm sure to live without. But we don't, we're getting off track. We'll get to that. The think the fact of the matter is, my brother comes over the kind of of his heart, gives you a uh, a hand. And you take half of his hand away. <laughs> That's right. No, only half a finger. Just oh, a, half a finger. It was a, just a thumb. <laughs> thumb. Just a <laughs> it's thumb. It's not even a finger. <laughs> the thumb is worth more than the finger when it comes to insurance. <laughs> yeah. Insurance, yeah, the thumb is a big oh, thing yeah. with insurance, eh? Because I, re- I read my insurance policy, and it's like if you lose, like, two fingers on one hand or three fingers on one hand and a finger on the other or something like that, like, they all these, but a thumb. Yeah, oh, yeah, thumb always brings you more money if you lose that thumb, right? Because that's what separates us from the apes, Paul, is the thumbs. They without the, thumbs in the cell phone, okay. or don't do th- don't apes do have a thumbs. That's <laughs> what makes it the same. That's what makes it the same. I got that opposite. Google girl, where were you? Get on it. <laughs> you gotta call me on all my bullshit. I can't rely on Paul to do it every time. How much is the thumb worth? I don't know. Five thousand bucks. That's no what I'm guessing. Sure, it depends on your policy. Maybe your thumb. How much is a thumb oh, worth? I'm going to grow it back. I saw own. a picture. This comedian showed me this week a picture of this place up in uh, the Yukon where you uh, put a, uh, like, you know how you go to uh, Newfoundland, you get screeched in? Mm-hmm. Well, this in, in Dawson City, Yukon, I think, they uh, have a toe in a, in a jar. Oh, boy. And you have to, like, kiss the toe or something or lick the toe. Gross. Yeah. It's gross. And they show <laughs> it. It's gross. like a petrified toe if you do a, a Google search for the toe. What are you on now? I'm trying to find out how much a thumb is worth. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. There's steam coming off She's the Google working. girl. We don't have her every week. We don't know how to use her properly. Pinegrove internet is slow. Okay, I'm yes. sorry. We'll let you go. we got to figure out that uh, what, a, what, what a thumb is worth. <laughs> yeah. It's just like an abstract question. Yes. It's like, what is... Someone will give you 10 bucks for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good enough. That's an acceptable yeah, answer. That works. That works. 10 bucks. <laughs> now what am I supposed to look up? You're supposed to look up the pic- Just show the picture of the, uh, the kiss the toe. Put kiss the toe Yukon or something. That'll come up. So, anyways, Paul, Paul, I have to talk to you, too, about this incident. Yes. Your thumb was ripped off by a belt or something? Yeah, by, by the, the lifter. A lifter? The deck. Yes. Oh, so it wasn't like you put it in a running belt? No, no. I had to pull a pin, and it came down like a gauntlet. Oh, <laughs> like a chop. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I get that. Oh, there it I, is. I had my thumb in the wrong spot. Yeah. Right in the guillotine. So here's a picture of the... I'm going to show the picture of the uh, the toe that you had to kiss in the in the Yukon. You see it? Yeah. It's petrified. Yeah, it's like a petrified that. toe. It's like, like a hundred year old toe. You got to kiss it or something or lick totally it. Totally gross. And they keep it in like oh, a like jar. Being screeched like, in is much easier. It looks like a piece of uh, like a foreskin or something <laughs> that someone had cut off. It's like a belly button off a baby. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Which we can I say that? Yeah. We we kept our belly buttons. Did you? It's uh, gross, eh? It's like keeping fingernails or something. Yuck. You don't no, keep your you babies first. They're around. <laughs> <laughs> Did you give birth in your home? No. No? No. Oh, yeah. But they I, are around somewhere. I bet you they are. I know ours are, I, ours are filed away, probably under B for belly button. 
That's how organized <laughs> my wife is. It makes sense. Yeah. Somewhere in her home, there's the file, the filing cabinet. Says belly buttons. We got two of them. We got two kids. It's the grossest thing, but I I couldn't uh, throw it out. You don't just chuck it in the garbage. You know, seemed like something you should keep. Like, is it a stem cell thing? Can you? uh, I don't know. That's a great thing. Maybe that would be. And then we'll seem like geniuses. That's right. (laughs) But until then, we just seem real creepy. Long shot. Wes. Yes. Your summer is over. Summer is this over. is the this is the first day of autumn, so the summer of Wes is complete, right? Was it? It, it didn't. It is. <laughs> complete failure. <laughs> <laughs> well, we gave it a good shot. We used we used the whole audience that we had to try to get you some uh, some sweet, exciting sweet sweet, sweet tale, you know, sweet love, but yeah, it didn't work. Anyways, maybe the autumn of Wes will be more promising, eh? Hmm. The autumn of Wes. Which beats the uh, alternative, which would be the fall of Wes. Yes. <laughs> sounds terrible. I felt Ominous. like I was in the fall of Wes. <laughs> well, it begins today. This will be the autumn of Wes, which is kind of like uh, where your your tr- your colors will come out, and you'll really shine like a nice uh, maple tree. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Beautiful Wes. A couple of gigs coming up, too. Yep. Oh, yeah. Wes, you want to plug your gig? Uh, yeah, October 14th, we're going to play uh, Swazis for Swazis. Pumpkin Fest. All right. With nice. uh, Steve Caterino Band. Oh, great. So it should be a good time. Is there is there uh, k- tickets or? I have no idea. No idea? Um, it's part like, of the Pumpkin Festival. Do you know uh, someone drove into Swazis? Yes. Into the bar? It's not oh. like right through the front window. Yeah. Oh, how, my How geez. drunk were they? Wow. No, it was an elderly lady. An old lady. Uh, Mixed up uh, the break and... Gas pedal. Jeez Louise, eh? Poor woman. Well, that's wow. a, one of those things that, you know, old lady, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just outside the Yen subdivision? Yeah. Right? I'm not saying anything with that. I'm just saying she's got yeah. old. <laughs> this is a stolen joke. Oh. She's an old lady, and then was she? Then she's got all the stereotypes except for one, is what I'm saying. That's was she Asian is what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> oh. Because then she'd have all three bad driving stereotypes, right? Uh, yeah. I stole that joke. No, actually. It was not mine. I heard it this week. And I feel terrible after I said it out of my mouth. Yeah. I shouldn't have said it. You shouldn't have. You know. Uh, <laughs> what, what happened to uh, politically correct Paul? PC Paul's on PC. break. Oh. Well, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a green flag. You said Asian. Yeah, that's my... Asian, Paul's our censor. The Asian... I'm saying it's stereotypes. Those are the oh. stereotypes. Okay. Somebody else... <laughs> anyways, we'll get it past it. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, oh that was deep. That was man. deep. That was deep. so bad. You know... Oh. Yeah, you know... I can smell it. Paul, today's a special day for our bartender... And I think it's important that we uh, recognize that Paul is celebrating his nuptials today. His his, his wedding anniversary yes, is nine, today. Nine years. All right, Paul. Nine years. Hey, Krista. Yeah, that's a patient lady, eh? Yes, that is. <laughs> this is a woman that's that's put up with great a great deal, right? Yes. <laughs> so what was it she said to you after you ate your Chinese food? Go to your fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's true love. It it's true love. This is what I need to do. That's a woman. Yeah, that's a great gift to be able to come <laughs> here and listen to this. Hey, uh, what we should do 
I think this next segment is like bordering on feedback. We got feedback because we're going to be taking listener ideas for right. for stories. Before I do that, I should probably tell you about what happened to me. I went to Vegas this week, this week and I got back from Las Vegas. Um, it was not uh, my premier trip to Vegas, I wouldn't say. <laughs> it's not rivaling any stories that we had in the past. Some of this is due to the fact that I have grown older somehow. I can't do as much as I did. That's part of it, okay? <laughs> part of it's the fact that I got robbed by the pool. Someone took a bar bag and it had her IDs and her phones and a couple credit cards in it. Boo. Yeah, that was a shitty thing. And the guys tried, you, eh? tried buying ice cream and uh, ice cream and a pizza with it. Is <laughs> what they tried buying with it. So I don't know if it was kids <laughs> or what. But all my shit is fucking gone. <laughs> Which resort? Uh, Aria in Las Vegas. I got a bad story about them. Really? That same resort? We just went to Vegas in, in July. And they... St- strategically place that fucking tablet right beside your bed so mm. if you toss and turn and happen to knock that over and crack the screen oh no $500 US to replace that fucker they oh. charge you yeah and if you get it sent over from China and get some other guy to do it who takes three days which we didn't have 68 bucks oh really eh oh yeah I think I know a guy in Simcoe can do it for 100 probably <laughs> Anyway, yeah, not in Vegas. Ooh, in Vegas, everything's expensive. expensive. I don't, and that's the thing. It's always expensive, and and uh, it's a little, it's all over the top. They have this beautiful stuff everywhere, but they fill it with the worst kind of people you can ever imagine. You know, it's <laughs> like it is a. And we went on Mr. Olympia Week, and I don't know if that made a difference. Hmm. That there was more muscled up douchebags everywhere, <laughs> but uh, it wasn't just muscled up douchebags. But it's you know old money and and like uh, real fucking gross frat boy type guys and businessmen and that are gropy and just you know you see the worst of people right, and then you see nice people and you see like the people that are like this is their one big trip you know that they've saved up for and they're trudging through the mall where with carrying their like. 56 ounce daiquiri that they paid 40 <laughs> bucks for you know and you just see like this sadness because they had this idea that's gonna be fucking vegas man fucking vegas and then you get there and it's just like oh, it's hot here <laughs> it's not just hot it's fucking unhospitable it's not meant to be lived in it's a part of the world that nobody should live is it's las vegas nevada it's it's in the middle of the fucking desert yep. it is the temperature is unfucking bearable <laughs> unless you're a lizard like my wife no humidity though. No humidity, I know, but it's hot. I just I just sit there cramping all the time, just <laughs> sweating and cramping, like one of those uh, marathon runners at the end of the race. It's just like struggling to get across the finish line. That's me, and Jane's just like basking in the sun, enjoying the beautiful the weather. You know, I think that, and there's no water there. There's no water at all. You figure if you're in a place that's that hot and there's no water. You'd have to live like those sand people in the desert, you know, just with like uh, eating cactuses and stuff. You have to live a humble life because you're struggling to survive in this harsh climate, right? But it's the most gauche, over-the-top bullshit you ever want to see. That's what it is in Vegas. But it does – I've been there before, and I've always enjoyed it. And then this time, because I got robbed, I think it might have left left a bad taste in my mouth. Boo. I don't know. You know, I had uh, 
I went to an open mic there one night in Las Vegas. How'd that go, Pete? And I come to figure out that uh, it's the same in everywhere. It sucks everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, open mic nights, no matter where you go in the world, it's going to suck. It's like, the, I, I, and I, I'm not, I don't know how to say this properly, but I followed a guy, a gentleman, with the... Um, he was retarded. I don't know how else to say it. Oh. You know? PC Paul, PC Paul, PC Paul. That was not a good one. But he was a mentally, uh, he was not, uh, he <laughs> didn't bad. develop okay, that's fully. Okay. Right? Yes. He stopped at one point in time, and it affected his speech in a great way. Hmm. Right? He couldn't talk in the same way that a person that developed properly would talk. And... And the two together, those two things together, and uh, it made him un- unaudible. You couldn't understand what he was saying, right? Right. And then, uh, but his uh, enthusiasm mm. and the way he sold his jokes was made me uh, laugh a lot. Like, I really did enjoy his performance, right? But I had no idea what he was saying, you know? But he was, like, really into it. <laughs> and he liked his jokes, so at the end he was laughing at him, you know? And uh, it made me happy, like I enjoyed it, but it's not a great act to follow, is what I'm saying. <laughs> the rest of the crowd wasn't as enthused. They didn't understand what he was saying. <laughs> what? Is that true? Yeah, it's like kindergarten. Right. It was a little bit, mm. yeah. And then I went up after that. Hey, this guy's from out of town. It's <laughs> here for Pete Van Dyke, right? Was the other guy from out of town? No, he was local. He was a lo- oh. local, yeah. We were downtown Vegas, so it was in the rougher part of Vegas, so I felt kind of good down there. Because it wasn't as fancy, and uh, but it was fun. It was good to do because you could say you did it, right? And I met an, uh, a mentalist from Toronto who's down there, and he was on the same show. Oh. He made a girl guess fifty-six or something. He said pick pick a number, and then but he did something to her to make her pick the number, and then he knew what it was. Right. right? He did it. Anyways, that was cool. You know what? Uh, you know what I did? I did learn something too in Vegas. I learned something. I learned that, um, you know, a beautiful thing can be ruined by the smallest things, you know? The greatest day in the world can be ruined by just the tiniest of things. You know, uh, I'm going to paint a picture for you guys. You picture yourself in a Las Vegas pool looking up into the beautiful, beautiful weather, you know, the blue sky. You see, like, the palm trees, the nice hotels. All of a sudden, you see a bar waitress, you know, who's serving drinks, and you want a drink. So you go up to the side of the pool. The bar waitress doesn't turn to you. She turns to the person that's in the chair on the other side of you, and she bends over, puts her delicious buttocks right in your face, right? It's a beautiful moment, isn't it? What could ruin a moment like that? What little tiny thing could ruin a moment like that? She farts? No, it's a string. Just one tiny little string. I'll tell you, you just think, what is that string for? You're like, what is it? Where does it go? Is it just part of the bathing suit that's come unraveled? <laughs> Please, God, tell me it's just part of the bathing suit that's come unraveled. But no. Could it be something else? Maybe attached to a cotton plug? I don't know. Scratch my head on that one. <laughs> but all of a sudden, my enthusiasm's kind of gone away from seeing the, the, the delightful buttocks to just a bunch of questions. <laughs> It's not that I have a problem with that she's on her time of the month, you know? Good for her. 
<laughs> I'd still give her a run. I'm an old man. I've been through a few things. You know, it's not going to slow me down. Ripcord, start the engine. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Is anyone here going to? Is that enough? See, so me and it was me and a dude that saw it's it. Not enough. Yeah. It was me and a dude that saw it, and then Jane, Jane came, uh, and I, and the other guy was with his wife, and I said, we told them a story. Sorry, I went through puberty. <laughs> We told them the story. We said, like, uh, this girl, she's got that. Should we tell her? You know, what do we do? You know, you tell her. <laughs> you don't tell her. And then those girls are like, well, maybe the girls would tell her, though, because the girls are girls, right? You know, the girls don't want to let a person. Wa- it's like someone walking around with a booger in their nose, but the time's a thousand, right? <laughs> it's a physical evidence of your shame. Like, it's like, <laughs> you know, and no girl's going to be happy about that, right? You're a girl, goo goo girl. I am a girl, and no, you don't. Do know. you tell them? How do you Google? No, that? like, why would I be looking and looking there? Well, I couldn't help it. I was trying to get a beer. She t- turned around and put her butt in my face. Yeah. <laughs> nope. You gotta tell her. It was pretty evident. Like we, the girls, the girls could see it from like a couple lawn chairs away. Like you could, you could see it. And the one girl's going, "How could it be?" It's not even in that spot. It would have a long distance to go. And then she's like, oh, I think it found its way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's no. funny how the whole trip, eh, that's really the highlight of my trip was the tampon <laughs> string. Oh, no. It's kind of like, yeah, I got a good story oh, of the tampon boy. string. It's my favorite part of the trip. <laughs> it's a bad week. That's too bad. Yeah. That was a rough week. Yeah. Weekend. It was just weekend. a weekend. It was just a weekend, yeah, but it was a good, it was a good weekend. We we went to we had a good time yeah it, it's uh, it's hard to complain about something when you go to, get to go on a nice trip but uh, being robbed sucks balls man there's no two ways about it boo so we all had our things sorry my sister Lori at home was listening to us so uh, we should play the little segment we call feedback we got feedback we got feedback. Feedback. <laughs> oh, I have nothing. <laughs> Motherfucking feedback. Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback, everyone. This week's feedback is brought to you, as always, by our friends at Amazon. If you'd like to go to our website, lifeinthedutchhall.com, and click on our Amazon banner, you can do any of your Amazon shopping, and some of that money's going to come back and help the show. It's also brought to you today by Van Dyke Party Services. Van Dyke Party Services. You know, there, if you ever having a function, let's say let's say it's autumn coming up, right? Let's say you're having a nice fall fair, you know? You've been to the fall fair before? You're like, uh, you know, this sounds like it's going to be good. Go on some rides and play some games. Maybe have some nice fair food, right? But, you know, you go there. It's just a bunch of bees buzzing around a garbage can. <laughs> a bunch of toothless hillbillies and carnies and shit like that running around. You feel uncomfortable for yourself. You know what you want to do? You want to make that party a lot more fun. You invite between five and 29 Van Dykes. Buy them all fair tickets. We'll <laughs> <laughs> all have a good time. And all it's going to cost you is $100 plus all their expenses and those fair tickets. And probably a couple parking passes, to be honest with you. <laughs> and you're going to have the greatest fair day of your life. Oh my God, it'll be great. It's going to be fantastic. And uh, if you're not 100% satisfied, we'll give you back your $100. But those expenses have already run through our body and potentially yours. Van Dyke Party Services. 
don't live, live your life in regret. Oh, thank you, Google Girl, but you wow. stepped on the bartender. <laughs> Sorry. I saw him looking at you, glaring across the way. Paul's like, I'm sitting here. Uh, my wife's at home. It's her anniversary. I'd love to get some romantic time in with her. And all I'm here to do is say, don't, don't live, live your life in regret. <laughs> <laughs> See, you did it. You had a good line earlier, though, Paul, so I think you've already earned your keep today. But you know what? We're are we we're in feedback, right? We are in feedback. There's, there's lots of ways we can get feedback and we get it. By oh. Twitter. Man. We got some by Twitter today. Some what? Twitter. We got some feedback by from Twitter. Yeah. This one's from a guy by the name of Zach Van Boven. Zach Van Boven. He says at Dutch Hall. Love the podcast. And having a live band. The best band. Mm. I love all the theme songs. They're awesome. Always funny. Exclamation points. You know, that was a good piece of feedback. It was. Thanks. You know, we got... I'm, I'm just going to give it to him because it's on Twitter and I don't get it very often on Twitter. You're the listener of the week. All right. You're the listener of the week. This is your week. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But, you know, we also got some from uh, Facebook. And we got some from a, a, a girl. I, I'm careful not to say it. Some what? Some feedback. From Angela Kears Bailey. She says, regarding the picture that we put on last week's episode, uh, which was called, I think, Barbies. Oh, Manny. Oh, Zombies, was, Barbies, and Manny. Manny. Oh, my. Yeah. He goes, is she so? Uh, we put the picture of Manny up there. And she says, is that Tiger? No, it's Manny in a clean flow jacket. Wow. And I didn't tell you. We... Uh, Vandic Party Services is brought to you by Clean Flow. Uh, Clean Flow, who they're the best sponsors in there ever. Ever. Today we got a package delivered to our bartender. A frozen concoction maker. Concoction. A frozen concoction maker. That's what uh-huh. it says right on the box. We are ex- so excited about using this thing. Oh, oh, nothing but goodness. So next week's going to be a good show. Oh, yeah. Crank we're going to have heat up. Yeah, we have in a uh, band coming in next week, too. Uh, Huck. Uh, oh, Huck Jin's coming in. Huck, Huck Jin's coming in. Right. We're gonna have some nice blender drinks with Huck Jin next week. Oh, sweet! Oh, that might be the name of the show: Blender Drinks with Huck Jin. That sounds great. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. Thank you very much to Clean Flow. We also got uh, some feedback from Kim Meyer. Hmm. She listened to the episode. She said that is awesome. What a nice voice Dave has. Oh, next ooh. time, the banjo. What do you mean? Who? She has terrible hearing. No, people like Dave's voice. People like it. <laughs> it's a very, it's a very specific group of people. But Dave's gonna probably stalk this woman to the high heavens now that he knows somebody <laughs> likes his voice. <laughs> David, you know, um, there's another way we can get get it. Get what, Pete? Feedback. <laughs> it's from iTunes. And then we got it. We get, we always get it every week from this guy. He's been with us since the very beginning of the show. Are you ready to play a song? You know it. I got the lyrics. He is our good buddy, the Haitian dwarf. I'll stick my mush right in your tush. Oh, my mush right in your tush. I'll stick my mush. Right in your tush. Aww. Oh, I screwed it up. Anyways. One of those weeks, Pete. <laughs> your mush is your mouth. 
Moosh mouth. Your tush is your bum. <laughs> <laughs> you want to try it again? <laughs> the title of this week's feedback <laughs> is Zombie Apocalypse from the Haitian Dwarf. He gives us five stars. He says, one way to combat the zombie apocalypse would be to bring back the segment Paul's Potables. <laughs> Let's try it. Could be better than something from Paul. Something delicious and something so small. Just take one sip, you can tell that it's notable. Time in the show to try one of Paul's Potables. That song is fucking <laughs> we had to go old school with the soundboard. <laughs> Thank God we don't use that Ed, anymore. So you did hear the voice of Dave Charters, who is not present today. And, uh... Whoa. Whoa. Cherry lemonade. Rooster Dave, whatever your fucking name is, I want to let you know everybody is here and you didn't make it. I don't know for what reason. You are young, intelligent man. Uh, otherwise, don't be lazy and dumb son of a bitch. Go fuck yourself. Well, thank you, Sheik. Thank you, Sheik, for laying it out to charters. It's important that we remind him when he doesn't show up that people, the, the at least soundboard Sheik is upset with him That's right. about it. Uh, where were we going? Paul's drink. Paul's drink. Oh, yeah. Paul's potables. So we got something in front of us. We were old school with the board, so we might as well go old school with the drink. Am I taking it? Oh, yeah, I just took my um, cherry lemonade. <laughs> oh, it's cherry lemonade. Moonshine. Two different kinds. Two different kinds of moonshine with a cherry in it. All right. Well, let's cheer it. It's terrible. What do you mean it's terrible? That was like a girl's drink. That was easy. What was that? The the lemonade one must be really weak, eh? That's good, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, because that cherry one's strong, isn't it? Cherry blows. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Steven. Since we had no ideas for this week's show, we went to our audience and we actually got feedback as to uh, what we could do for today's episode. So we went to... um, we went to Facebook, and Facebook, and we just I asked him for ideas. We got one right off the hop from Matt Ferguson. He said, dick measuring contest. <laughs> He's going to put his money on Wes, he says. And I, I don't think that's a good bet. I'm going to say, if we had a bet on who's got the biggest hog in here with their studio audience excluded. Excluded? <laughs> yeah, Why? Because you're going to win with the hands down. We're a bunch of small dicks in this fucking this group. That's what I'm, I'm predicting. I'm going to have to go with the Pollock just because I'm only thinking that people are going to be, um, people are going to be like their relatives. And I'm related to everybody but the German and Dave by blood, right? So the German's not going to have a, <laughs> he's not going to have anything to speak <laughs> of. Whiskey West. Yeah. packing heat. You remember Hitler's dick? <laughs> remember we did a whole show about it. It was gross and weird. Small. Hitler wore lots of layers of uniform. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. My Lake dick is Steven. not gross. No, it's not. No. <laughs> Steven, you really got angry there and animated. I'm, yeah, I'm you very usually reserve that. I'm very upset. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I don't know if I, I don't, I don't think I would be able to compete in that contest because I don't know how to get the muster up. You know what I'm saying? 
How do you work yourself into enough of a lather to go into a competition to measure? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's hard enough when you have good stuff going on in your life. Sometimes <laughs> at my age, it's hard to get a, get something you would say is competition worthy. If you're going to catch me in the morning sometimes, you know, you're going to get a better chance. <laughs> Just before I hit the can. That's usually when you got the biggest, I think. And who's doing the measuring? I'm measuring my own. Uh, yeah, so you need a, you're saying you need a third-party measurer, right? Right. I I am not doing it. <laughs> oh, no, no. You're not. Google Girls don't do that. No. No. I'm just saying. We'd have to hire in a whore. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think sure. I know one. <laughs> oh. No, Wes has got Zing. someone. The Autumn of Wes. <laughs> we got to step this thing, this uh, show up. And, uh, no one said whores. None of our listening audience said bring in more whores. <laughs> but we did, have, we did have somebody, Lori Ball, my sister. She sent in a, uh, an idea. She said, how about getting a Google girl in here hmm. and playing the Google game? So we th- I thought, that's a good idea. Makes sense. You want to do the Google game? Sure. Yeah. We have a Google girl, so we need to do a Google game. So remember the last time we did it? You put in some searches into the top Google line in, in Google. You'll, you'll start a phrase or a question, and then it, and Google tries to finish your sentence, right? So I'll, gi- I'll give you the beginning of the sentence, and we have to guess what Google put in the last uh, word, okay? The first question is, how long can you shake a... Egg. Egg? Wes? <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to say it. <laughs> Are you thinking baby? Baby, yes. Right. <laughs> baby. Are you going with baby? Sure. I'm going with baby too, actually. Uh, shake, shake a stick. I shake a stick. stick. Okay, Lori, what do you got? Oh, sorry, Google girl, what do you got? <laughs> sorry. It's um, you're not going to believe this, but it doesn't just uh, put something. It t- kind of takes some of those words. There was nothing exactly oh, yeah. like it. So it's oh. like, number one was, how long can you stay on a shake diet? Oh. oh. Uh, number two was how long does shake and bake stay in your system? <laughs> and number three was how long does shake and bake chicken take? Oh, they really went with shake and bake. Yes. Right. So. Well, we all missed the boat on that one. How about this one? Woo, woo. How do I get a rodent out of my... <laughs> this, this one is definitely a one-word answer. I'm going to go kitchen. Steve? Uh, pool filter. <laughs> Wes? I was going to say house. A Pollock's ass. <laughs> Toilet. <laughs> number one was wall. Number two was car. And number three was garden. Oh. Garden. Oh. Yeah, no so Polish ass. Eh? <laughs> no, no Polish ass. <laughs> I thought for sure butt was going to be there. Okay, last question here. <laughs> Why does my pussy blank? Hurt. <laughs> I'm gonna say stink. Bleed. Run away from home. <laughs> Run away from home. Steve went the cat. That's right. The only one. <laughs> Wes, you got one? I was gonna say smell. Oh yeah. I'll go sting then. I'll go sting. All right. So there were two ways I did this. One I did it by just putting in the words. How or why does my pussy and enter, right? Right. 
Um, and then I got things like, why does my vagina smell? Why does my vagina, or does my vagina smell? Why does my vagina smell? And does my vagina smell healthy? But if <laughs> I smells just, a winner over, over but if I winner. just put the words to see then what would come up, it was like, it was so fucked. It was like, why does wind stay, say home? And why does my cat lick me? And why does my stomach hurt? <laughs> so, Something is in your pussy. It's because your pussy smells. <laughs> wow. So, Google. I think the smell wins on that last one. <laughs> and we were all smarter because we played the game. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Yes. Man, that That's what people that think. Week right around. We got another, mess- another idea from uh, the crowd. This one says, uh, blindfold your wife and have guests kiss her. And she has yes. to figure out who it is. This is a great oh. idea. And also, he wants to be a guest on the show. <laughs> and that was from Joe Botello. Botello. I've screwed his name up. He probably doesn't listen. But Joe is a Joe is a comic and a pervert, and maybe a guest on our show in the future. <laughs> so, yeah, I want to have to keep my wife in a different room. He's not allowed in the same room as you. He's too gropey. Anyways, uh, so no on that one. I'm going to go with no on that one. I like it when you guys show YouTube videos and then you guys just shit, shit on what's happening on in it. Manny Fajo mm. sent that one in. You know, and I, that's what I screwed up. That's the way I have to say I'm sorry to Manny. Oh. I had a video all set up with Trudeau going over his internet uh, criticisms. Yeah. And I was going to do that one, but uh, I forgot. Oh. <laughs> I was too interested in you guys learning a song. But it's a good idea, and it's nice to hear that we that people like doing that. Another listener, Drew Potoski, said, uh, Whiskey Night, again, Whiskey Night. And I said, how's that different than a normal night? And then uh, he said, your Whiskey Nights have become, uh, you know, watered down. He thinks oh. that we've strayed away. We don't drink as much as we used to. Oh. And the shows have, uh, t- have not shown the same enthusiasm with regard to the whiskey intake. To that I say, we've introduced Paul's potables. Wait till the yep. frozen cocktail party. <laughs> There's yeah, a concoction yeah. maker. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Things are awesome. Maybe yeah. we'll just call next week's show Cold Headache. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because going to be every 30 seconds in the show, you're just going to hear, oh, like, fuck. You know, put your tongue against the roof of your mouth. Put your tongue against the roof of your mouth. Something like that, right? And that's supposed to be the trick, eh? I do it all the time. It doesn't yeah, work. It doesn't work. So it's not a trick. Yeah. It'd be a trick if it worked. I'm still doing it. Do you do it? I no, do it. It doesn't work. <laughs> Why would I do it? You do it? I do it. You think it works? I, I yes. Do you think you have to no. put your tongue further back, maybe, or something? I think you have to warm the roof of your mouth. It. Or rub your roof of the mouth with your tongue. Yeah, warm the roof of your mouth and then it stops. Like with a torch? No, with your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> that makes more sense, yes. yes. That's better. <laughs> yes. You know, another thing that we had, Mike Sutton, an old friend of mine from tree planting, eh? An old friend of mine from tree planting sends in a message, says we could talk about fishing. He's a fishing enthusiast. Has anyone fished here? Jeff, Jeffrey has. You go all the time? Not all the time. Do you ever fish on a a paddleboard? Not yet, but I got a paddleboard. Love Uh, it. Yeah, I know you paddleboard, but yeah, this guy, Mike, I know I see he posts pictures online. Where he fishes, he's got a fishing rig on his paddleboard and stuff. 
mm. and he's landing bass and stuff on. I gotta talk to Mike. Yeah, this guy's like. I've been perch fishing. Perch fishing now? Yeah. You catching them? Yeah. Are they uh, big ones or small schools? Like, are they jumbo ones? Those big fat ones? Some days jumbo, some days small. And are you catching a bunch of them? Yeah, quite a few. Usually, me and a buddy catch like fifty around there, not limiting out, but yeah, still half, getting a good meal there. there. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, oh, yeah. man. I'd be I'd be thrilled to death with fifty fish. Oh, yeah. I've been going though. Every time I've gone out this year, I got skunked. I I except me. I don't even know if I caught an opening day bass. Like I don't think I caught. I just had a bad season this year with fish. Do you ever fish, Steve? Uh, no, I yeah. mean I've done it, but yeah, that'd be a sport. Yeah, I know it's been a while. <laughs> Fishing's a good sport for you, though, right? You just sit there. Sure. Great. Right? <laughs> well, well, why would I sit there and drink? You know, I could sit anywhere else and right. not fish, not not deal with that shit. Because you don't have four kids and a wife on the boat. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you want to come fishing? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I forgot to bug Steve about this. He gets a new cell phone, Mr. Man of the, Man of the Future here, right? I said, you got a new cell phone. Just burn a hole in your pocket. You got this new toy in your pocket. I said, what you do is you take pictures of horses all day long as your, <laughs> as your job. And I was like, if a horse puts out his dick, all you got to do is flip a picture of it so we have it for the show. Right? When the horse lets out his big, long dick. You ever see when a horse does that? <laughs> Just take a picture of that. Give it to us. This is a picture from Steve's work. Right? Yeah. I'd love to have it. Steve gives me a one-word reply. No. I'm not taking a picture of a horse's dick for you. But on my end, I tried. And the <laughs> the owners of today's uh, horse farm that I was at um, were women in their 40s wearing spandex and, like, running garb so that they had to they had to chase the horses so the horse runs oh, really? for the film. That's how it all works. And uh, it's all lies. It's all lies. Those horses don't run. They need inspiration to run. Anyway, so these... Um, tight sort of camel toed clients of mine um, are bringing out these horses and I'm snap I'm trying to snap pictures of the horse as it's going by but really it's just coming off like I'm taking pictures of of them because they're walking the horses out right, right. and I felt very uncomfortable that they thought I was taking pictures of their asses when meanwhile I'm just trying to get pictures of their dicks and then I'm like no no right. <laughs> no oh, stop okay. no because I thought that, that you taking a picture of a horse's dick would be a good diversion for you not focusing on their camel toes all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, these are customers of yours. You show them more respect. That's right. <laughs> these guys, these w poor women with their floppy pussies <laughs> and tight pants, right? How can they be expected to do their job running horses with their f jugs gyrating? Steve, you had, a good, you had a bad day, you said? It was a bad day. That sounds good to me. Were they were they big goods and were they big girls in spandex? Not talking about them at all. Hmm. They're very nice. Very nice, I know. They're very nice, very nice family. <laughs> well, I won't get into it, but I'm pretty sure I got a picture in my head that I'm going to stick with. All right. For later. <laughs> you know, uh, so that was fishing. So we did it, Mike. The other thing was listener requests. That was a request. That was something that they said, but they said we should do it through t Twitter or uh, something else. But we did it through Facebook, so thanks, Warren. But we just nailed it, with, I think. What do you think? What did we nail? 
listener feedback. We got him to do all that. We we got him to do all those subjects, and we only skirted past all of them. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Yeah, thank you very much. And we do take requests. Actually, the band's always scratching their head at the beginning, especially Steve, come up with an idea. So if you give us a request, it really focuses our energy. So we do take requests. I know some listeners were asking about that this week. So uh, I just wanted to do one thing. Are you guys okay with the weird facts? Yeah. Or do you want to take a break? I can do weird facts. You want to take a break? No, we're almost done. Jeez. We're almost done, but we got we got to... I think we should do weird facts, but I got to look it up. I just didn't know if you guys were cool. The band was cool with the weird facts. That's all. They can play weird facts all day. All day. All, all day, day facts. On a bus. Doesn't matter. All right. I'm ready. We do a segment on the show called Weird Facts. You know, eating a human body would provide 81,500 calories. They say it goes right to your ass when you eat a human. All right? When a queen dies, no comedy programming will air on the BBC for 12 days. Hmm. You can't tell a joke for 12 days after that old lady dies. This is a weird, weird fact. No way. Clint Eastwood never smoked habitually. Hmm. But he smokes occasionally. And in, in the pictures. Yeah, just every once in a while he has a smoke. They say only like 33% of people get addicted to nic- nicotine, eh? Really? Yeah. It's like, and that's one of the highest drugs at 33. Most of it's just mental bullshit. They're not really physically addicted to it. Because of the Chernobyl disaster, ra- radioactive wild boars now roam Germany. Awesome. Steve. Yes. Also not my fault. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> uh, Prince Charles has been first in line for the UK throne for more than 64 years. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> His mother thinks he's a real dickhead, eh? <laughs> <laughs> She's like a real old lady. She doesn't have to be doing all that stuff. She's like, I'm not giving it to that horse-faced loser. (laughs) (laughs) Americans spend more money on pets than Germany spends on defense in a year. (laughs) (laughs) There There you go, Hitler. that's That's because of what you did, buddy. You screwed that up. The Philippines consume 43% of the world's gin. Oh, you know what that is. Panty remover. Yes. So you want to go to the Philippines. I think half of the Philippines has been through Charter's house. (laughs) That's an inside joke. Colonel Sanders got fired from dozens of jobs. He started KFC at 65 because he was broken out of work. Sure. Makes sense. What's wrong with that? This guy pursued his dreams and kept trying, even though he kept fucking up. Most entre- entrepreneurs do, right? Yeah. Your chances of being killed by a vending machine are actually twice as large as your chance of being bitten by a shark. Really? Yeah. A vending, a vending machine. machine. A vending machine. Huh. You know the t- Titanic crew had no binoculars? 
They probably had a like a monocular, um, like a, <laughs> a probably, monocle. Like a telecom. <laughs> yeah. Are you just a monocle? Just a monocle. Mm, iceberg. <laughs> right, like literally straight ahead, like a foot away. <laughs> uh, the entire student body of the University of Mississippi enlisted in the Civil War. That's an interesting fact. Just interesting. Nowhere in the Humpty Dumpty nursery rhyme does it say that Humpty Dumpty is an egg. Really? He really? wasn't. What I, was he? Just a fat chick? I, I watched some YouTube video with my kids about it. It was a it was a thing. It was like a blob? <laughs> no. Not, I, not egg-like in any way, shape, or form. Well, how could the king's horses and the king's men not put him back together again? Ask Google Girl. If he wasn't an egg. Yeah, how did he break up so easy? But is he like that guy, like uh, Samuel Jackson's character in that Breakable movie, Unbreakable? Oh, you watched that? Yeah, I did. M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan, ding dong. Armadillos almost always give birth to quadruplets. Whores. <laughs> you know, Finland has more heavy metal bands per capita than any other country in the world. Finland. Vendebouche. Uh, President Barack Obama has read every Harry Potter book. There are more more fake flamingos in the world than real ones. Well, that makes sense. That's sad. That's all like just like going to be in a landfill somewhere, eh? Do you know penis enhancement surgery is free in Cuba? Cubans. Big hogs in Cuba. That's what communism brings. Communism brings big hogs. <laughs> for free. Big dick. Over 500 girls have been named Hermione since the first Harry Potter came out. That's unfortunate, eh? Hmm. Poor girls. Sounds too much like Hyman to me. That's why if, if my wife came to me and said, you know, I want to name my kid Hermione. I'd be like, it sounds like Hyman, you know? I'm going to go with no. Dogs and cats tend to be right pod or left pod. Makes sense. And one more. Canada consumes the most donuts per capita. That's gross. Delicious pastries. It's because Tim Hortons has polluted the minds of our public. That's what it's done by making us feel like it's our patriotic duty to eat fried globs of dough. It's not. The place is shit. I really don't like Tim Hortons. There's no reason for you to go there every day. They're just fooling you. They're just a big corporation. Stop it. Anyways, that's for facts. All right. Thank you, everybody. This has been our show. It's been a weird one. Sure has. Yeah. We've got through the whole thing, though. And I'd like to thank everybody for listening. You can always tell a friend. And, you know, we always like to listen to uh, get feedback from our listeners. So, you know, you can reach out to us, uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, Snapchat. We just got introduced to Snapchat today, so we understand that that's going to be fun uh, once I figure <laughs> out why I'm a deer or cat face but every once in a while there are hilarious things that come up on that thing that's right. and then you're like oh it's every once in a while yeah and then you start laughing and you're like oh that's why you have it right and you just send that shit to people like a dick picking the night like it just <laughs> floats off in the mist right you're whatever you'd send right 
Anyways, you can do that too. We're on Snapchat. Dutch Hall it is. Otherwise, uh, I think we should just uh, see you NT. See you next Thursday.